0: we're going to see we are going to see miracles we are going to and i'm going to teach so what i want you to do is i want you to bring a pen and paper take notes we're going to go deep into the giftings deep into the fruit of the spirit who the holy spirit is what his work is you can never hear enough about the holy spirit and you know sometimes you have to hear a message 21 times before it really becomes the reality to you and especially in the hour that we are living in we need to know the holy spirit trust me okay so and I'm going to ask people for attention. I want you to quickly put your focus on me just for a minute. I want to just share the vision of this church. We're not just a local church. Anybody that knows us, we, you know that we are all about souls. That's what it's about. We, 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 our, our focus is absolutely for the world. And our mission from the start is to reach 700 million people with the gospel. And uh, I hope I'm halfway already. But you have to understand this is what we're all about is about souls our i believe that there's such a big harvest in the world and by the way that faith city is just it's a local church but that helps with outreaches all around the world and again our main focus is souls i want you to hear me in this church you will never hear about me 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 it's not about me it's all about jesus christ i want you to understand that i don't just say this lightly those who have followed us for many years you will know it's all about jesus it's not about me it's about him it's all about him the holy spirit will never put an emphasis on any other person than on jesus christ all right do you get this i love that i love that everybody shares our videos on facebook thank you but what i want you to hear me and i say this with utmost love and respect i beg you i don't want to be your cover photo jesus christ is jehovah nisi the lord your banner make him your banner not your prophet not me I I thank you for loving me I don't want to be your profile picture I don't want them to say ah they part of the cult of the church you know I don't want that if you want to share please share about Jesus Put Jesus everywhere on every single page. When people get into your Facebook, it must be, it mustn't be about vessel, vessel, prophet vessel, prophet vessel, apostle vessel. It must be about Jesus, 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 Jesus. Again, he is Jehovah Nisi. To put me on your banner is not going to protect you. Don't buy my pictures and put it in your house. You don't need my picture to keep demons away. You need the blood of Christ Jesus. That's what you need. I want to say something. In this any place where we put an emphasis on le- the leader more than on Jesus is a cult. Finish yes. and Claw. I'm Basil Dubrand. I approve this message. It's a cult. If it's not about Christ Jesus, what are we doing? Are we magnifying people? I just say this i know there's people that loves us and there's people all around the world and this is all around the world don't put me up as your cover picture put jesus on amen. make him great amen. amen i said make him great will you do me that favor yeah. would you do that for me yeah. i don't want them to say hey he stayed part of that no i, I want them to say oh, they're saved yeah. oh i see jesus everywhere it's just about jesus it's just about jesus all right is that fine with you one more time is that fine with you yeah. hallelujah then we're going to get into the word of the Lord. And I want you to hold on to, your, hold on to your seats. Because today is going to be a great, great day. Last night, I spoke to some of the guys. I said, tomorrow morning is going to be a great morning of power. they are going to see the Lord move Amen. in power. Now, I want you to look at the screen. It says the gift of the Holy Spirit. There is a difference between the gift of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. And you will find this scripture in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 58. Alright, it it speaks about the gift of the Holy Spirit. And before we're going to read this, I want to explain this to you one more time. There's a difference between the gift of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. There's a difference. I want you to look at me quickly. When you give your life to Jesus, you become born again. You receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to hear me quickly in the old testament think about this elijah prayed with power the scripture says he didn't rain; it stopped because he was praying is that right yeah. the scripture says elijah was a man like us with the same spirit as us but here's the thing in the old testament the holy spirit came upon them for a reason and for a season but nowhere is it found in the old testament that the holy spirit came to indwell now i want you to understand this if elijah did not have the indwelling of titan we rebuke you (laughs) i'm not talking to you sister i'm talking to the devil really in any case (coughs) sorry i just had to so elijah uh, please focus now elijah did not have the indwelling of the spirit he had the spirit upon for the work of ministry imagine if elijah had the spirit upon and he did such wonders and power. How much more should the church of Jesus Christ who have the indwelling of the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead? How much more should we walk and function and manifest the kingdom of God on this earth? I want you to tell your neighbor I'm a manifester of the kingdom of God. Come on, tell your neighbor, I'm a manifester of the kingdom of God. I walk with power. Come on, I need a couple of crazy people that say I walk with power. <coughs> Come on, I have indwelling power on the inside of me come on I have to enormous power say this with me I have to enormous power in me the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me he quickens my mortal body come on he makes me to speak he makes me to walk he makes me to declare by the power of the Spirit of God hallelujah I want to say this again and again and again you have the same spirit that moved over Jesus in the desert that helped him that no temptation can take control of Christ this is why when you have the Holy Spirit this is Jesus himself that said he said it is better if I go because when I go I will give you a helper look at me He does not want you to do it by yourself. He said, I'll give you a helper. I'll give you somebody strong enough. I'll give you somebody bold enough. Come on, I will give you somebody holy enough. He, oh my God, He will be within you. He will be within you. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will help you. He will protect you. And here's the thing, people. The gift of the Holy Spirit is He makes a promise. I will never, ever fail you. I will never leave you, my God. I will never forsake you. You might feel like the loneliest person in the world. I want to tell you your feelings is lying to you. He made a promise. I'm never going to leave you. Look at me one more time. He's never left you. And He will not leave you today. Shout yes if you believe that. Oh, I have the Holy Spirit and power in me. There's resurrection power on the inside. Do you get this? So God gave us this precious gift of the Spirit. When you said yes to Jesus, the Holy Spirit came. In the Old Testament, they had a law to abide. They walked like this. The law kept them. The law kept them. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. Jesus came and he said, you know what? It's not going to help them. They're going to break the law. They're going to go to hell. I'm going to send somebody. He's like me. He will come and here's the key. How do I know vessel if anything is from God? How do I know if my church is from God? Let me explain to you the Holy Spirit's job is to put an emphasis on Jesus. Then you know it's from God. The Holy Spirit will always redirect you back to Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said, he will not come and testify about himself. He does not say he will come and testify about the prophet and the apostle and the evangelist. No, Jesus himself said, he will come and testify about me. Shout hallelujah. Now this is why he gave us the spirit. So the Holy Spirit comes to indwell. Now I don't have to abide by laws that was written on tablets. Now I abide by the law that's written in my heart. I don't have a someone or something. I have a someone that says, don't do that. Who remembers what the scripture says? The Holy Spirit will come. What will He do? He will convict the world of sin, of righteousness and judgment. Let me explain something to you. The Holy Spirit does not convict the righteous of sin. The Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin. The problem is we have Christians that's so sin conscious. I've I've got good news for some and bad news for others. When you have the Holy Spirit in you, it is impossible to sin. But Jesus said, all have sinned and fall short of the glory. All have sinned. But thank God He sent His Son. Thank God for the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. I, this is why I want to tell people today, I am not a sinner saved by grace. I am the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. I'm born again. I'm sanctified. I'm Holy Ghost filled. I was a sinner. But by the way, in the books of God, I, never, I was never a sinner. It never happened. So this is what happened with, in the law. The law, you had to keep a standard. When the Holy Spirit comes, so what He does is, He convicts the world of sin. So people hear the truth, they get uncomfortable. Come on, they get angry. Uh, You know how many people I lost due to truth? Just by speaking the truth. I had so many people leave this church because I spoke the truth. I said to the Lord, and this is what, by the way, this is what Peter said. This is what Paul said. They said, if we are still pleasers of men, we can no longer be called servants of God. Do we please man or do we please God? Well, look at me. This preacher is a God pleaser. I love to please him and I can only preach the word. If I say anything that hurts you, but it's in the word, I'm not wrong. You are. Come on now. So the Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin, but then he convicts us of righteousness. In other words, any sin that you do willfully is sin but you can't tell me that you are born again and you plan on sinning ah come on i'm born again but now tomorrow morning i wake up yeah i'm gonna get drunk today i'm gonna hit my wife i'm gonna steal at my job i'm gonna murder a couple and then i'll just ask for forgiveness (laughs) that's not that's not grace by the way that you're not saved when you're saved, you wake up in the morning and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, what what are we going to do today? We're going to take over the world. Yes, Lord. So sometimes, let me explain to you. You get angry. The Bible says, be angry and sin not. So there's nothing wrong getting angry. Giving them the Fault, Nothing wrong. The problem is... Having, having thoughts like, I will, I will baptize you, but I'll keep you under the water until you stop kicking. <laughs> then the Holy Spirit reminds you of righteousness. In other words, don't do that. You're better than that. Okay, let's go a little bit deeper. You go somewhere. Somebody has invited you. You get there. You feel, I don't, I don't have to be here. I shouldn't be here. I don't like being here. Maybe they're going to think I'm rude. It's not rude. It's the Holy Spirit reminding you of your righteousness. People say, well, Jesus sat with the sinners. He didn't sin with them. Amen. Amen. If your friends are sinners and you are the only one saved and, and they're not getting saved under you, I wonder how much light you carry. There's two things that will happen when you have worldly friends. Number one, they will turn to Jesus. Or number two, they will lose your number. He's too much jesus for us call me a jesus freak my god call me a jesus freak i would rather be a fool for him than a fool for this world hallelujah yeah come on you do not back to go in the world what's your story now why don't you why do you care what people think about you while you are saved sanctified by the power of the holy spirit now can i go on this is why You have to understand righteousness righteousness you can't say you're righteous without understanding the holy spirit no man can say jesus is the son of god without the holy spirit think about this the holy spirit makes jesus a reality to each one of you i promise you i can take a four-year-old that is that's growing up in a household where jesus is mentioned that four-year-old will stand and tell you about jesus christ The four-year-old has never seen Jesus with the visible eyes, but they know the eyes of faith he's more real than the person sitting in front of them. That's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit can convince a four-year-old that Jesus is not a myth. He's not a fairy tale. My God. He's the real deal. I said, He's the real deal. He's the real deal. This is why I love it. When I go to Israel and I stand at the garden tomb, then I know as the door says, He's not here for He has risen. But something happens when you get there. You, it's, you, it's not like you visit the graveyard. You feel so alive. Why? Because the Holy Spirit testifies with your spirit that Jesus Christ is alive, seated right at the right hand of the Father. Come on, shout hallelujah. Now I want you to hear me. Genesis chapter 2, God created man out of dust of the earth. As one translation says, out of the dirt. And he made a form out of the dirt. And the scripture says the form was dead until God breathed his breath into man. Then he said to man, go into the world and multiply. That's what he said. Take dominion over everything. Something happened in the book of Acts, chapter 2, when the form came together, called the church. And the Bible says, he breathed over them. And then he said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. In Genesis chapter 2, when he breathed over them, what he was saying is now I give my life to you. I create you into my image and into my likeness. Acts chapter 2, when he breathed over them, he said the same thing. Go into all the world, heal the sick, cast out demons. I have given my life in you. But what you need to understand, any form, if we create a form without the fire, we have created religion. They betray you this time. If you have the form without the fire, we have created religion. In the, in the book of Genesis, there was a form and the form received the fire. In Acts chapter 2, there was a form but no fire. He breathed over them. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. To every creature. He didn't just say to the people, he said to every creature. Preach the gospel to every creature. I tell my bulldog, Jesus Christ is king. Hallelujah. Why do you think animals have knees? Because every knee. My God. You better hear me. The king of the jungle is going to bow before the king of kings one day. Every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. I love what the Holy Spirit has done for us and to us you know when Jesus walked on the earth the devil was so stupid he didn't even knew who he was I can quote this quickly after they crucified him they said if we knew who we crucified <laughs> we would never crucify the Lord of hosts hallelujah but we know who he is oh we are the sheep of his pasture you see the Holy Spirit does not make Jesus real to an angel let me explain this to you in the book of Genesis when God said let us make man into our own image into our own likeness God was not speaking to Gabriel he was not speaking to Michael God was speaking to Jesus which was God the word and he spoke to God the Spirit I do not look like an angel I have not been created in the image of an angel I have been created in the image of the creator of the universe an angel have the name of God on them but while I have the name of God in me Christ in me the hope of glory am I speaking to somebody come on I stir something up in the spirit right now I am not created in the image of an angel I have been created in the image and in the likeness of the king of glory when they look at me they must see my father hallelujah. hallelujah who is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you visit him? you've made him a little bit lower than the angel the word angel speaks about God you made him lower than God I'm not lower than Michael Michael must tell the devil the Lord rebukes you I have the authority and the power vested in me by the power of the Holy Ghost that I can stand to you face to face and say Satan I rebuke you in the name of Jesus you better hear me, power of attorney was not given to Michael. It was given to Uncle Denzel. Ooh, it was given to Miriam, It was given to Evan. Oh, it was given to us. No angel can operate under the power of attorney. We can. We have the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. When will the church of Jesus Christ arise and take His position? Come on, you sleeping giant. Wake up in one of God and shake the world. Let me explain something to you. There were 12 disciples, 12, who shook the world. Amen. My God. They, you know, they get to cities, they said... Those who has turned the world upside down, they have come here too. That must be my testimony. When I put my foot into Wetbank, they must say, oh my God, that guy that turns the world upside down!" Oh, he has—he—he he came to Wetbank right now. And it will not—it will not be the Wetbank people that say that. It will be the demons in Wetbank that will say that. Oh, the man that turns the world upside down is here too. What now? What now? We have the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let's go to Acts chapter 2, verse 38. The gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2. Then Peter said to them, Repent. Repent. Turn away from your old lifestyle. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit that Peter was speaking about here is not the nine gifts of the Spirit. This gift of the Holy Spirit, he said, after that you repent and you baptize yourself, the Holy Spirit will come and live within you. Do you understand that? And that's the mark that you are truly born again. That's the mark. The mark is not when you look like the world. The mark is when you have a person living on the inside of you. Telling you that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Do you get this? When you get to a place where you shouldn't be, you feel in your spirit, I should not be here. Help me out. You're driving down the street. You feel I should just turn off into another street. It's not because there was a goosebump over you. It's because there's a person living on the inside of you, fighting for your life, protecting you, leading you, guiding you, helping you. This is why so many people say, I try to stop to do this. I don't want to do that. I try to do this. They've never given it over to the Holy Spirit. As long as you try it in your own strength and in your own power, you will never ever in your life be able to let it go. This is why you have a helper. Whew. My goodness. I feel it in my spirit. You feel it? My God, I feel like an energize a bunny. Well, that's every Sunday, by the way so you will receive the gift of the holy spirit after you repent you give your life to jesus he comes and stay hear me he comes and stay there's some scriptures that i can show you in the bible that when the holy spirit leaves is when you grieve him now hear me right now sin grieves the holy spirit that's a biggie next week i don't don't know if people will still be here but sin (laughs) grieves him by the way i just feel to say this i saw a video in the philippines uh, somebody was preaching It was raining outside. The water came into the church up to here. Nobody ran. Everybody sat and listened to the word of God. Look around you. It's raining. Church is empty. Because we don't want to get wet. You'll never get wet. Don't worry. If you don't want to get wet, you will not get wet. I'm speaking to people who want to get wet. I'm speaking to people who say, Lord, dip me in the kerosene of thy spirit. Let me burn for you again. I want to be waked in the river. Shout Hallelujah. Now I want you to look me in the eye. I'm speaking to you about the nine gifts of the spirit. And I want you to everybody to understand me. The nine gifts of the spirit is not badges of honor. It's not a sign of spirituality. All right, let me say this to you. It is for those whose lovers and great friends of Jesus. It's not for a selective few. The nine gifts of the Spirit is not so that I can walk in one and you walk in one. The Bible teaches us the following. Jesus did not walk in the gifts of the Spirit. He walked in the fullness of the Spirit. So many people are happy with one gift because it was indoctrinated in their heads and in their hearts that God gives you as He pleases. Now I'm going to explain the scriptures and you'll understand why He gives as He wills. The nine gift of the Spirit is for every single one. Now I want to speak to the crazy people. It's for you. Oh, it's for you. The nine is for you. The nine is for you. You get gifts. You get gifts. You get gifts. You get gifts. It's It's for everybody. What if I tell you, you can have all nine gifts? Amen. I heard somebody say to me, well, tongues is not for everybody. Well, you can explain your way out of tongues, no problem. You don't want it, it's not coming to you. Amen. You don't have to fight it so much. Yes. The Lord's not going to say, open your mouth, I'm filling it. Come on, No, it's not what the Lord does. You don't want it, don't worry, you will not have it. Yes. I'm not speaking to you about gifts. I've studied this my whole life. This is my ministry. This is what I do. This is what I do. All right, so the nine gifts, everybody can walk in nine gifts. I'm going to quote it and then I'll read it to you later. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is the giver of the gifts, by the way. A gift is something that somebody gives you without strings attached, without paying for it. This is why the Bible, there's a scripture where where the guy came and said, how much money can I give you? And he said, may you and all your money perish because you think that you can buy the gifts of God with money. The gifts of God cannot be purchased. This is why it's called the gift. There's no strings attached. My God, listen, there's no T's and C's. He doesn't give you a gift just and say there's T's and C's to it, no. You can even be in a backslidden position and operate with the giftings. Hear me, I can give you an iPhone right now and you can run to China. When you get to China, The iPhone that I gave you as a gift is still going to work. You don't need me. You don't get this. But the fruit is a little bit different. But the minute you take off the fruit from the vine, and you don't eat the fruit, the fruit is going to die. This is why the gift is no sign to me that a man is intimate with God. The gift is a sign to me that God can use a man. Well, the fruit is the gift that man has been with God. Amen. Hear me. The scripture says, gifts will bring you before kings. It's the fruit that keeps you there. The gift brings you to the, to the king. But the fruit keeps you there. This is why the Bible does not say you will know them according to the gifts. He says you will know them according to the fruit. A fruit means that you are attached to the vine. I want to say this over and over and over until it is in your mind, it's in your brain, and it's in your skull. Character is more important than power. Everybody today, and I want to say that I'm going to touch on some of the gifts today. And I want people, you know what the Lord wants people to do? The Lord wants people to mature. Get to the place of maturity. You know, everybody today, the, the body of Christ is deceived. Like the body of Christ was never deceived before. Deceived. If I say deceived, I can just imagine what Jesus thinks about the church. In actual fact, He came to a point in His life where He said, I wonder if I return, whether I will still find faith on the earth. Because the Bible says in the last days, people will preach doctrines of demons. Anything that's man-made, self-centered, it's not God. God will not share His glory. Do you get this? He will not share his glory. Now, you don't need to be a prophet to prophesy. Don't let them lie to you. All can prophesy according to Paul. All can speak in tongues. Everybody. Everybody can operate under the gifts of the Spirit. If there's anybody sick among you, did he say bring them to the apostles? No, he said bring them to the elders, the leaders. Let them pray for them and the prayer of what faith shall heal the sick. Amen. It's not select selective few. So, the nine gifts of the spirit is a supernatural ability that God has bestowed upon a person. Do you get this? I want you to shout supernatural. supernatural. It's not natural. Get this? It's not natural, it's supernatural. So we'll be supernatural. supernatural. One more time. Now, why do the Holy Spirit empower us? He empowers us to live a Christian life. Amen. That's why the Holy Spirit empowers us. The Holy Spirit's gifts, the gift that's on my life is not for me. Yes, it's for you. Amen. It's for the edification of the church. Every single gift that flows must bring edification to the church. It must build up the church, not the man. It should build you. It should build the hearer. It should not build me. Hello. When I pray for a sick person, because there's dominant gifts. So I walk in nine gifts of the Spirit, but there's a dominant gift. A dominant gift. How do you know it? It's something that mostly flows from your ministry. I believe that mine is miracles that that's my dominant gift but it does not mean that I can only pray for the sick the Bible says you can stir up the gift in you now I'm quoting I'm gonna read this to you now but the Bible says you have to desire the greatest gift what is the greatest gift people say it's to prophesy it's not People say it's to healing. It is not. People say it's the discernment of spirit. It's not. What is the greatest gift? The greatest gift is the gift that is needed for the hour. This is why the Bible says the Holy Spirit gives as His will. As He wills for the hour. This means, in other words, if Martin needs a prophetic word, it does not help me. I want to operate out of the gift of miracles. He don't need a miracle. He need a prophecy. So what do I do? You know, I can't prophesy, but let me just call it chommy. Can you come and prophesy here? And then he comes and he says, Aha, uh-huh. I see something white. Can I go deeper? <laughs> By the way, I'm nobody's papa. I'm not paying maintenance for anybody. Imagine everybody myself walking in the street he calls me papa. People are gonna think I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at maths, but it's ridiculous. Alright, then anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call people father, Jesus said, on the earth. Amen. 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 Don't call any man good. He says there's one that is good. Amen. That's the father in heaven i have nothing against prophecy i prophesy i can prophesy i can do whatever the lord wants to do for that hour but what i want you to understand if i stand in front of martin he needs a prophetic word i'm not going to call my chummy that I can see in his cupboards because prophecy is not information what good does it help god and martin if the lord says martin i see a red apple in your fridge and then he shouts prophesy and go deeper How deep must I go? All right And by the way, he doesn't stop there while I tell you you have an apple you better get your pockets empty and throw money at me It's not for personal gain, my God I said it's not for personal gain It is a high calling from God A high calling. Sorry if I get upset. But Martin don't need to know what's in his fridge. He knows what's in his fridge. Martin does not need to know what his ID number is. By the way, God can do that through the word of knowledge. But prophecy comes into a place where God brings you into a now. Where God does not give you information. But He brings confirmation. And edification and exhortation do you get this people of god to change this now to change this now and again anything that god says the bible says i will do nothing unless i reveal to my servants the prophets first you decree a thing it shall be established for you this is why i've seen this so many times where the lord give me a word of knowledge a woman wants to get pregnant it's not a prophecy it's a word of knowledge i see you want to get pregnant i prophesy it's not a prophecy. It's just the word of knowledge. I'm getting to the prophetic moment now. What's the prophetic moment? Then the Lord shows me. I'll give you an instance that happened last week. 19, 19. That's what I see. Numbers. Then I declare the word of God. Because he will back up anything that is from heaven. Then I can say, I declare in the name of Jesus that 10 months from today, you will have a baby boy in your arms. That's prophecy prophecy is that the devil wants to take you out and we stand in the clear against it it's basic principles of prophecy it's not even what i say now is not even deep revelation it's just basic things because the bible says prophecy is to extort Amen. to edify to bring peace if i tell you listen you're going to go to japan and you never have in your heart to go to japan you're going to go home sad pack your bags I don't have to go to Japan I don't even like sushi it's not God but when I stand before you as I see the world on you and suddenly you cry out that's my heart's desire the Bible says two or three witnesses my words shall be established in other words prophecy is not information it's confirmation of something that you already know I, don't know, I didn't plan that. Sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. Today they buy nice shiny shoes and they're a prophet. Two of the worst things I see in this nation. You're either an apostle or you're a prophet. Nobody wants to be the evangelist. Why? The evangelist is the outcast. Let me just say this arrogantly if you want to think it's arrogantly. The evangelist does the most work and he gets treated like dirt trust me they don't want the evangelist in this nation because the evangelist speaks the articles of god he says it as it is because when people get angry they can't get angry at the evangelist the pastor needs to deal with what the evangelist said i've been evangelizing for years I was in a church where the power of god shook a building in such a strong way up. i'm talking about people getting healed and saved and the preacher called me afterwards he said you make big trouble in my church i said what's wrong he says next week they're going to come and look for the power from me i don't have it what am i going to do i said do what i do go on your knees and seek the lord Amen. this is the thing when the true power flows it cannot be fabricated You want to do the great works lose the gimmicks lose the gimmicks look at me any word that you hear any doctrine that you hear that is not in the scripture is doctrines of demons please open your bibles to the book of second opinion chapter 1 verse 3 <laughs> read it from the vessel dubrain brain translation <laughs> it's not God I said it's not God the word will not change the word is so deep listen my god you can I can preach this word for a hundred years and I will find revelation of the revelation of the revelation because there's so much depth I don't need to add on I said I don't need to add on I always say what you sow you reap live pure before the lord you know what we've got i said it last week to the church i said the problem is church the church has become worldly the pastors has become cool we're not here to be cool we are here to shake the gates of hell let me just quickly tell you if you think spider-man is a great superhero you better check your pastor He grabs the people out of the clutches of hell. And still gets spat in the face for that. Hallelujah. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching it. This is exactly what happens around the world. Do you enjoy this by the way? So I want to quickly go back to this. So you can have a dominant gift. So in other words, Martin needs a prophetic word. Then the Bible says, I can stir up the gift. The Holy Spirit gives as He wills. He does not help me. I lay hands on Him and say, Receive your healing. Or come out, you devil. He doesn't need that. He needs a word. Amen. He needs a word from the Lord. I'm not going to call on somebody. Now I step in. To the office of the prophet. Or let me rephrase that, that so you can understand. I step into the gift of, the, of, the, of, of prophecy. Because Paul says, All can prophesy. Do you get this? It all can prophesy. It doesn't say all should prophesy. (laughs) Because some people see stuff that I don't know where they see it. I see two crocodiles. What does that mean? It means that you need to go to the zoo and just go and check them out. Maybe you should get one as a pet. I don't know. Because when you prophesy, you see two crocodiles, it does not bring me edification. Yep. Ah, it does not bring me edification. It does not build up my most holy faith. I'm confused. <laughs> Listen, sorry for, for laughing, but it's, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. Because of a lack of knowledge. So Paul says all should prophesy. Now when I need to win souls, I'm not going to wait for the evangelist. Ooh, I'm going to stir up that gift of faith. Come on. Why do you think, now think about this. If, if only prophets can prophesy, all right, according to people, who can then walk in faith? The gift of faith. Because the prophets can't. They should prophesy then. The evangelists can't. They, they have to evangelize. So who's walking in faith? This is why don't let people get you to that place where they say, one gift is enough, all gifts. Amen. And that gift of faith, and I, I'm, not, I'm, gonna, I'm touching on this quickly. I'll go into very much details later on it. The gift of faith comes on you, especially on me when I pray for the sick. Let me give you an example. I stood in front of a woman. One day she had skin cancer and the, the cancer was in her in face. And I heard the Lord say to me, pluck it off. I said, no, Lord, no, Lord. Woo! <laughs> no, Lord. I'm walking around this woman, checking it out. Pluck it off. Tennis, do that. I'll pray for you. I'm thinking about something. A guy called me in South Africa. He said, I want you to come to me. He's a preacher. We're going to preach somewhere, but he says, here's the thing. <clears throat> i'm in a different level spiritually than you he says i'm there while you're still here what i want you to do is i want you to go i will preach you pray for the sick he says because i'm here you're still here i said god keep me here Amen. Amen. keep me here
1: Amen. keep me
0: here Amen. i said he, in a nice way you want to say, i don't have the gift of faith i don't have the gift of miracles i really don't believe Amen. am i speaking to the right crowd So this woman stood in front of me and I felt peace come over me. That's how you know the gift of faith when a supernatural peace comes over you. And I grabbed that thing and I plucked it off. And she, she held, yeah, I'm free. And then the thing stuck on my finger. I promise you, no jokes. She's free, praise God. Just get it off my finger. But... When the gift of faith comes over you, my goodness, I've seen what the gift of faith can do. I've seen how people think they're going to die. And you shake them up. I saw a woman in front of me with stomach cancer about to die. I took my fist. I pushed it right into her stomach. I said, you devil, come out. And bang, she's free. She couldn't eat. I said, get me food. Everybody started running for food. They brought food. She started eating it. Everything fine gift of faith I saw a woman with my own eyes my kids were there they dragged her into church cancer at her final stages they dragged her in. she was hanging like this her feet were dragging the gift of faith come, came all over me I just turned and when I saw this woman I said this cancer comes out of you right now that's faith speaking that's faith speaking how are you so convinced beyond the shadow of a doubt that God will do what you just said that's the gift of faith when i said that something happened in her spirit this is what the gift of faith does when the gift of faith is released it gets attached to people come on it grabs a hold of you it shakes you up she grabs the mask from her face and she started vomiting balls of fiber it came out of her body and she started running through that church that's the gift of faith the gift of faith is not Because of a man, in that very instance, in the very now, God deposits His faith in you. That's the gift of faith. That gift of faith has got nothing to do with saving faith. It's got nothing to do with great faith, little faith, dead faith, or no faith. It is a supernatural ability to believe as God believes. Come on, it's the same words that says, Let there be light and light came. It's that manifestation of the Spirit that comes upon a man that you declare word by power, and God backs it up. That's the gift of faith. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Do you believe that, by the way? Come on, I want you to shout one more time. Whoa! why does the gift manifest? To glorify Jesus. If I prophesy to you and it makes me to look good, don't take the word. Prophecy should make Jesus look good. When When I pray for the sick and I just put an emphasis on how great I am, it's not putting Jesus in a good light. Do you get this? When I operate in faith, I say, it's my faith. It's my faith. This is why I always tell people, Jesus said, go, your faith has made you whole. So that no man can boast in himself and say, it's my faith. Oh, it's my faith. It's His faith. Come on, shout with me. It's His faith. faith. The Holy Spirit is a precious gift to the body of Christ. Today we have monuments, but no movements. Today we we no longer hear about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, lest people get irritated. Because to grow your church, facts, is you have one-hour services. And you give a motivational speech so people can go home and feel good for the afternoon. But Monday morning they wake up and they feel the depression again. They feel the hopelessness again. You see, what's going to help the world today is not a feel-good message. It's not an ear-tickling message. It's not one-liners and great cliches. The only way that we're going to turn this world upside down is when we have an encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit, when we have the fire of God on the inside of us. That's the only way that we're going to turn this world upside down. Power does not come because you just declare it to come. Power comes as a result of your relationship that you have with the Holy Spirit. No Holy Spirit, no power. This is why we build great monuments. But people are dead on the inside. The reason why people go back to the old ways of living is because there's no Holy Spirit inside. That's the, that's the only man, my dear ladies, that you really need. That's the only man that will make you feel good about yourself when the whole world criticizes you. Come on, that's the only man that you should allow on the inside. Oh my, you didn't get this right now. That's the only man that makes sure that you know who your worth is and to whom you belong. Is the person, the man of the Holy Spirit. Come on, if you can't say amen, say ouch. All right, (laughs) let's go to the book of First Corinthians. Chapter 12. I want you to write this down. The gift of the Holy Spirit is visible activity of the presence of the Holy Spirit. So in other words, when the gifts are operating, you know that's evidence that the Holy Spirit is working. And again, not a man. Lest man should boast. Do you get this? Now, I want you to read this with me. I'm going to open my Bible and get this. My Bible never lies. The book of 1 Corinthians is before 2 Corinthians. For some of you that don't read the Bible, it's there. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant, meaning I don't want you to be uneducated. I don't want you to be lacking knowledge when it comes to the gifting of the spirit who understands that you know that you were gentiles carried away to these dumb idols i love this you know what dumb idol means a silent idol in other words a dead god a god who can't speak a god who can't hear he says you were led away to a god that can't speak and a god who can't hear All right, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts. Now, this is very important to understand. There are diversities of gifts. But it is the same Spirit. It says there is differences of ministries. But the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. So let me take you quickly. Imagine this, that God is so involved with the gifts, that He says the following. There are di- these diversities of gifts. The word gifts means to bless. In other words, God, the Spirit. Listen, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, speaking about the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit's desire is to bless you with all spiritual, physical, and financial blessings. It says there are differences of ministries, but of the same Lord that speaks about Jesus Christ, our Lord. When he says these differences of ministries, he speaks about Jesus who loves to serve. He didn't get this. Then he goes on, and there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God. God the Father who is active in your life. You didn't get this. It speaks about the Trinity. When it comes to the gifts, after he said, I don't want you to be ignorant. God wants you, the God the Spirit wants to bless you. Jesus wants to Jesus wants to serve you. And the Father wants to be actively involved in your life. It says it goes on, and they are. Diversity of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Everybody profits when the gift is in operation. It's given to each one, but everybody profits when the gift is being released. I'll teach on this now. It says, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, the same spirit, the same spirit, it's not a different spirit, the same one. It says to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healings, gifts of healings is because there's different classes of sicknesses and he makes provision to be healed of all. By the same spirit to another, the working of miracles, not the waiting of miracles, The working of miracles, you have to work the miracle. And it goes on to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. Now think about this, I want to go back. Different kinds of tongues, there's two different kinds of tongues. There's Acts chapter 2 kind of tongue, where they were speaking in tongues, where the natives understood. And then there's the tongues, according to the book of Corinthians, which is a praying tongue, a tongue unknown to the hearer. This is why there's diversities of tongues, plural. Do you get this? Acts chapter two, when they were baptized with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, the people outside came in and say, "We understand you." That's a tongue. That's a that's a different kind of tongue. And then Corinthians teaches about the praying tongue, that everybody's so against. While Paul says, don't stop them. Let them pray in the Spirit. The only reason why they say, you can't pray in the Spirit is because the devil is confused. All right, I'll I'll go back there now. And he says in to others, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually. Oh, I like this. Each one individually as he wills. Don't tell me you can just have one. He he gives out to each one individually as he wills for the hour for which gift is needed. What do you do when you are in an island far away where nobody comes and you need a miracle? You're the minister, and people need miracles, but you can't have the gift of miracles because you've just given the gift of tongues. You're in trouble. The devil's gonna slap you all over the place. This is why you have to stir up the gift of the Spirit. Operating miracles. By the way, casting out a demon is a miracle. How do I operate that miracle? I do what Jesus says. Cast them out. I'm not asking them, where do you come from? What's your name? Want some water? It's not what you do. You say you fell spirit. I command you. In the name of Jesus, come out. No negotiations. I don't want to know who he is. He knows my name. I don't care who he is. Tell your friends about me. Some people ask him, Who are you? And then he responds, Who are you? Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? Say hallelujah. It's It's a super... Natural manifestation of God given to each one individually as he wills for the hour. You have to stir it up. Come on, I'm not speaking to the firefighters right now. I'm speaking to people who need to stir up those gifts. It's time that you stir up the gift on the inside of you. God wants to fill you to the overflow of the Holy Spirit so that you can turn this world upside down. Am I speaking to the right crowd? Yeah. When you walk, demons are fleeing in seven different directions because you have, re, you have been endured with power from on high. You have the ability, the same ability that God has when He said, let you have that same ability in your voice. And by the way, Jesus Christ is my only fountain that I drink from. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. He's my only oracle. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Mic drop let's get back to basics Paul says keep the main thing the main thing what is it all about It's about Jesus Christ and him crucified you know I'm in my own church I can say whatever I want this is why they don't like me this is why they spread rumors about me they don't like me because I am a no nonsense guy I see it as it is Because you know what? My way to salvation is not through their backyards. I have to go home tonight after I prophesy to you. I have to put my head on that pillow, and I have to know that I know without a shadow of a doubt that what I spoke to this man came directly from the throne room of God because the Bible says every single word that you utter, you will have to give accountability for that word in that day. Everything is recorded that you say on the earth. I'm not here to prophesy to get a following. I, when I prophesy, I have to change your now. Come on, I have to change your, your now, and your now looks much better than your. Yesterday, that's what the gift of God does. Shout hallelujah! Do you get this? I said, Do you get this? It's crazy how the world can't discern what's going on. I was here last year in December and I prophesied about things that's coming. I'm not, and they told me, You're not a prophet, stop me prophesying. There need to be a prophet to prophesy you know, the, the thing is i don't say i'm a prophet but i can tell i can prophesy i have the gift of prophecy on my life all right you get this but what i can tell you i don't i put put aside the whole office put aside the whole mantle i stand in relationship and because i stand in the relationship i can hear the king i know his voice my sheep knows my voice I can declare, I can stand there and tell you the next year. I said this last Sunday, a second shaking is coming. People looked at me like I'm nuts. I said, the Lord's not done. Why? Because he's coming back for a holy church. Everything that is not pure is falling away. Everything that's in the darkness is coming out in the light. The Lord is exposing it. But listen, this is why we need to be a people that is full of the Holy Spirit so that we can discern the hour that is here, discern the times, discern the word. People eat up everything that they hear. Paul says they have a thousand teachers. He said it shouldn't be that way. Amen. He says follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. Amen. If I give you any new doctrine that the Lord came to me in the middle of the night and gave me. Don't listen to me. If it's not in the Bible, the Lord's not going to reveal anything outside His Word. I want you to understand this, people of God. Just quickly look at me. When I look at this Word, Jesus is in this Word. He is this Word. If it's not here, if it's not in here, it's not in Him you didn't get this right now if it's not in the bible it's not in him so the revelation that comes from him is revelation that's in the word of god jesus cannot be separated from this he is the word the living proof the firstborn of all creation that's who he is he's the living word he's the written word and he's the spoken word you can't do you get this this is why you have to discern you don't even have to have matric for that (laughs) no maths just the spirit of discernment i can tell you what's gonna come the bible says the blind leading the blind they both fall into the ditch but those who's really 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 in love of the savior walking the road the lord is going to increase the spirit of discernment upon people they're going to increase the spirit of it. why do you think the antichrist can only come once the church is gone it's because the church walks in discernment Oh, you didn't get this. The church walks in discernment. He will come and say he's God. The church will say, get behind us, devil. I want you to hear me right now. You have to discern between hearing the word of God to help you grow or to be offended. Let me explain something to you. Jesus said to Peter, Peter, who do you say that I am? Well, he obviously called him Simon at first. He said, you are the Christ. He said, blessed are you. Blessed are you. Flesh has not revealed this to, to you. But my Father in heaven. Then, when Peter said, Lord, they're not going to crucify you. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Oh, my goodness. Listen. He just told him, I'm going to build my church on you. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. And then afterwards, he said to me, he said, devil. If I tell people in this church you're a devil, oh goodness. <laughs> it's on social media. False prophet. And one woman said on YouTube, the one day I know Vasil Dubrain, he's a false prophet. He's got seven private jets. I said, prophesy. Amen. That's what she said. He's got seven private jets. He's a multi multi-millionaire. I said, Lord, use the mouth of my enemies to declare my breakthrough. Oh Lord, speak woman, speak woman. I did not say get behind me devil. I said prophesy you foul spirit. When the enemy is scored out, he must repay seven i call forth that seven private jets to preach the world on fire for jesus christ hallelujah Whoa! no discernment i stood here one sunday i just spoke about jesus that's the only thing i did i went on about christ they shared it on facebook do you know what somebody said look at this false guy what is he trying to prove it's all about himself i said god let's replay that i replayed jesus i heard jesus about 100 times in that message i thought lord am i missing something the discernment is not on that one (laughs) the lights is on in the mall but nobody's shopping (laughs) one and the same spirit works all these things he gives out as he wills for the hour this is why tongues is for every single believer think about this in the upper room when 120 was gathered together god didn't say okay i like you you get this gift uh not so much uh maybe a little bit (laughs) come on okay let me ask you a question you've got five kids a bit for you, but you've got five kids.
1: <laughs>
0: and it comes Christmas time. And you need to distribute gifts. And you say, well, I'm going to see who I like the most. <laughs> let me just quickly say this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is not Santa Claus. There's no naughty or nice list. Oh, you don't get this one. Let me, let me speak to my friends. There's no naughty or nice list. Oh, you fail. Hekri nucks. Hekri <laughs> A father uh, gives his children everything. Jekere geskinkie. Jekere, 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 And he doesn't, he doesn't, he didn't went into the upper room and said, well, let's just choose a couple guys. The chosen frozen, you go this side. I'm going to divide this church up. All the people of God, this side. The dead guys, absolute. just come. <laughs> the firefighters, and then the praises right up here. Amen. Jesus didn't do that. Everybody, 120 of them, received the gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Why? I will say this with utmost respect. They did not doubt the word of God. They didn't think they are too clever. Everybody received. You receive when you become nothing. That's when you receive. Not when you try to challenge preachers on why He's not for every single one. My goodness, it's for all who believe. Amen. He's not a respecter of man. He gives me the gift of tongues, but not for you. He's a respecter of man. By the way, look at me. He's a good father. Amen. He wants to give all His children gifts. Shout yes. yes. By the way, how God, my God, how God loved the world that He gave he gave. He's a giver. Acts chapter 2 Those who repent and believe in Jesus Christ, who's baptized, shall receive the gift of the Spirit. Come on. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 speaks about the nine gifts of the Spirit. My Father is a giver. Amen. Thank you, Boston. The gift is for all who desire it. For all to walk. In the power of God if I give you testimonies of stuff that happened in the ministry it's not to put an emphasis on me but to tell you how God can use a guy that is absolutely that everybody said it's a, it's a cast out that they told me in my face you are too young in South Africa you will not make it I was told in my face you are too young with many came before you and many will fall and you will be one of them and I'm standing back and say look what the Lord has done if it was, if, if, it, if I was alive to profess myself, I would have not been where I am today. But I'm only a vessel. Lord, if you can use nothing, here I am, Lord. Use me. I'm the only guy that I know that don't worry about being called prophet or apostle. You can call me Gert, I don't care. I just want to be a representative of the power of God. My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. But when I came to you, I came to you with the demonstration of the spirit and power. So that your faith should not be in me, but be in the power of God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I'm a carrier of the power. I'm a gift carrier. Come on, I'm just ready to release the power of God. Come on, and the Lord is looking for hungry people who say, Lord, I'm not leaving this building. Lord, I'm not leaving a monument. I want to become a movement of your spirit, Lord. Let me the kerosene of my spirit. Let me burn for you again. It's calling on people who say, Lord, even if it costs me my family, it costs me my job, I don't care. I want you. I want you, Lord in the upper room they came together they were not speaking about people's clothes they came together one accord in unity they prayed i love what the scripture says they prayed and the building was shaken the bible says the place where they were praying together was shaken by the power of god faith city this is my desire that we pray in such a way that the whole building will be shaken and trembling by the power of god if your eyes were on me for the last three years, I ask you just to come to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me. I'll never, ever, ever, I will respect the anointing. But you're my King. You are my banner. You are my shield. You alone are my hiding place. Hallelujah. You are my fountain of life. My bread, Lord. My helper, my friend. The day that I take his place, my lampstand will be removed. Many years ago, the Lord said to me, the reason I hear you is because I saw your heart. He said, but the day that you take the glory, I'll remove you. That's my covenant with him. Why do you think he shows up service after service? It's because God always shows up where the absence of man is. When vessel to brain is no longer, when your eyes is not on me, but on Him He steps in when we exalt Him when His train of His rope fills the temple meaning when He has become your highest thing your biggest desire you will have no needs I believe the church is in trouble worldwide last night there was a I was preparing as I prepared the Spirit of God spoke to me but the way I felt I can't explain this to you it was a sense of urgency that I have to pray and I started just praying in the Spirit because the way I felt I was before I'm going to continue this is why I want to just say this when you don't know when you get bad news don't say anything pray in the Spirit pray in the Spirit Why? Because you will. The reason why you don't understand when you pray in tongues is because the Holy Spirit prays through you. And when you understand what He prays, you will interrupt Him and say, Lord, that's too big. Don't ask that. So He makes sure you don't know what He says. And the devil don't know what you say. So I didn't know what to say because I just felt a sense of loss. My God. I felt a sense of loss. It felt like somebody close to me is just lost. And I started praying in the Spirit. And as I prayed in the Spirit, He started speaking to me about the book of Revelation. And He started speaking to me about the seven churches. And He said, there's churches that has got many wealth. He says, but Satan is the head of that church. He started speaking to me, listen to me. He said to me, the biggest problem with the church today is they have lost the main reason the main reason must be remind the main reason. He said, my people has left their first love. Tell my people to get back to their first love. It's not me. It's not your prophet. It is not your papa. It's Jesus the Christ. We have to get back to our first loves. I, I cried out to the Lord last night. I said, Lord, I feel filthy. I feel filthy. Because I'm part of the church and the church has turned their backs on Jesus to be in with the cool gang. With the skinny jean free brigade, you know, you have to be in. Now we don't stand preaching anymore. We sit down and we speak over a cup of coffee. Because we have monuments, but we don't have movements day that they removed Jesus Christ from the church is the day that the church has become doomed I want you to hear me I say this with reverence but the church is supposed to dictate how the whole world goes the world is not supposed to dictate where the church goes they tell the church you can't pray for the sick without the medicine of a license of to do medicine. Instead of telling the world, we will lay our hands on the sick and see them recover. We don't see that no more. We have great buildings, but the man that is supposed to be exalted, every single gift, every single gift is to adore him to give it back to him not for self edification, not to make me look good to you not so you can say "Yeah, you have to go to that church that guy knows exactly what's in your fridge i can tell you justin what you ate last night i don't need to do that you know what you ate it's not for me to wow it should be an insult i promise you i don't make this up last night while i was preparing this message there was an urgency in my heart You know, I was, I was, it it wasn't like I can, uh, Lord, I pray tomorrow about it. I had to pray there and then. And when I started praying in the spirit, because I don't know how to, how to, what I feel to put it out in words, it came to me. He says, judgment is going to start in the church. I'm cleaning house. I'm cleaning shop. (laughs) And the Lord really, 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 because we are entering in the last of last. Many people marked when the prophet said Donald Trump will be voted in. Look me in the eye. You'll see God move in America. You'll see God move in America. And I'm not a prophet of doom. I, I, I really do believe this. It's four years that the church will experience the grace of God. After that, they will try to bring in a socialist, communist, that will push for the one world order, which will bring forth the rise of the Antichrist. He cannot come unless we, unless we, Woo! unless we unless we who cannot be deceived who's got the spirit of discernment upon us, who have the spirit of faith upon us come on, who walks in the gifts of miracles who walks in the gifts of healings come on who, who's filled with the Holy Spirit is taken out of the way you better hear me you better hear me Four years of supernatural harvest is coming. Four years. Look up and see. The field is white for the harvest. Four years of harvest. The world better hear this. No one world government can stop the move of the Spirit. Come on, no new world order will stop the flow of the Spirit. It's coming. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. You know what happens, people come to my house, but I have to go deep, but they become seekers. They get to my house and they ask me questions about the Lord, people who have never asked me questions about the Lord, why? Because the Lord is getting them saved. He can't be saved, he's too far away. That's what the Lord says. I'm going to take the worst of them. I'm going to shake them. I'm going to reveal my. Listen. There's people whose hearts are hardened. But the Lord Himself will reveal Him to that person. Hear me. Hear me. It's not going to be because the pastor is lifted up. It's going to come through a revelation of Jesus Christ Himself. He's about to reveal himself to the lost and dying world. But this is why he's calling us again. Who will go for us? Who will be sent? Here I am, Lord. Send me. Send me. I feel Jesus in this place. I feel Jesus here right now. In this place. You can just yield. As you healed, He'll touch your heart. He'll take over, He'll take control, He'll change you forevermore. You're not just here by chance. You are here to be a changer of the world. A shaker of the nations. The nations must tremble at your voice. I feel Jesus in this place. Everything's different this year. I said everything is different. He's here right now. Lift those hands, come on. Exalt him. Yeah. I don't want to be normal no more, Lord. I want to be used extraordinary. I can't just be satisfied. Love the crabs no more. If I don't have you, I don't want nothing else. i say this again. He's here. Right now. Right now. Oh, Oh, Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for making me real. I want you to do me a favor. Forget about everybody. Let the King of Kings come. I have this against them. I have left their first love. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Oh, beautiful Jesus! Oh, I see him touching people, walking down the aisle, seat by seat, just touching his people. Oh! oh. ¡Tocotorobó! ¡Ira! <susurra> ¡No puedo no